0: Baseball fans, the base drops, you know what that means. It's time for an episode of the Thoughts of Crabber podcast. Today, we'll talk about the trade deadline that came and went. Giants were quiet. We'll also talk about how the Giants shape up against the rest of the NL West, who were busy, busy bees today as we push towards the final stretch of the season, towards the postseason, baby. And then we'll go ahead and preview the upcoming two-game series the Giants have here in Denver, where I'm located. I wish I could be there, but I can't oh well you live and you learn and the thoughts of crapper podcast starts right now in a trade deadline where many giants fans expected to say goodbye to johnny cueto kevin gosman as well as tony watson the giants have so, decided to hold all of their pieces this year they actually ended up making a move with the tampa bay rays they traded for left-handed pitcher anthony banda He's a 6'2", 230-pound lefty who throws straight gas. He's appeared lifetime in 18 games. He's got a 5.96 ERA and 51.1 innings pitch with 51 strikeouts. As well as a whip in the uh, the 1.5 area, right? I'm actually really excited for this guy. Uh, the Giants didn't give up anything to get him except cash, which the Giants have plenty of. This is are one of the richest franchises in baseball, right? And this this move tells me that Farhan and Kapler had a talk. They like what they see, and they're gonna go for it, right? One of the things that I take notice of last year when they traded away a lot of their bullpen depth, as in Dyson and God, who else did they trade? They traded somebody else. Uh, Melanson. And then I think they traded one more. Um, Pomeranz. That's who it was, right? In the in Dubon deal. And, you know, it, so, it seemed like that the Giants lost some chemistry. And it just it didn't feel like they meshed well with the call-ups that they called up with Gustave. And then the Moranta injury hurt. You know, he actually might be back. So, you know what? This bullpen might actually get a lot better here come September. And I'm excited about that. It tells me that the Giants are might actually end up going for this. We might actually hit we actually we might actually make a postseason. And you know what? That'll feel real good, especially after the year we had last year and the year we had in twenty seventeen and eighteen, right? You know, rebuild. It's been kind of a rebuild. This is probably one of the weirdest rebuilds in MLB history, right? We're not rebuilding. We don't want to say we're rebuilding. We're not tanking. We're not going to do it at Astros and just tell our fans that we're going to be really terrible for four or five years. Get all these draft picks. Same with the White Sox. Same with the Royals, right? All these other teams that just went through all this for a World Series window. No, not the franchise. Not the Giants. We're a proud franchise. We're not doing all that shit, right? So I'm pretty excited to see what the Giants have in store, Um For September and hopefully we can make a postseason run. Hopefully we can surprise some people. I think the Giants can do that. You know why? Because this team can fucking hit. Lefties, righties, the return of the dick happened this weekend against the D-Backs, who just fucking traded away everybody. Right? They're in full sell-off mode and it made me wonder, man. I will I will say this though, right? Watching the trade deadline on Twitter today compared to last season was a hell of a lot less stressful than watching it last year when you see a tweet come in from, like, oh, trade imminent with the Milwaukee Brewers. I'm told it's a left-handed pitcher. And the first dude that enters your mind is, oh, my God, they traded Bum. Why would they do that, right? They didn't end up trading Bum. They traded Pomeranz. They got Dubon. They traded Ray Black with that. And you know what? I liked Ray Black, but they got Dubon. I like Dubon. Dubon has been good this year. Um, The other key thing with all this, right, trade deadline is no news is probably good news. So hearing that the Giants really didn't make a move until like 30 minutes after the deadline, you knew Cueto was safe. You knew Gosman was safe. It sounded like the New York Yankees called, but they weren't going to give us Frazier, and that's that's really who we wanted. And they were like, ah, nah, you're not getting him. All right, well then, Farhan's like, go to hell. You're not getting Gosman. All right, um, let's talk about. The rest of the NL West, right? They were busy, busy bees, as I said in the intro, right? And I, as I mentioned earlier, the fucking D-backs just traded away their whole goddamn team, right? They traded Granky at the deadline last year for some prospects. They traded away Goldschmidt before the even year last year started. What the hell is going on down in the desert? They make you think like they're going to do all these moves, like they're going to compete, right? They go out, they sign Madison Bumgarner, and then he goes on the IL, which sucks. And then they go out and get Sterling Marte from the, uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates. They look like they actually have a pretty decent team, right? They they trade Archie Bradley. They trade Chafin. Then, they both to NL Central teams, Bradley to the Reds and Chafin to the Cubs. And then they trade Starling Marte, the dude they just signed. They trade him to freaking Miami where players go to die who are actually in front of the Giants right now in the playoffs. We'll see how that works out. Hopefully, the Giants, you know, make their push and get ahead of them and, you know, maybe baseball will be just and the Marlins will end up going back to where they used to be, right? The other move that was kind of surprising is the the Rockies traded for uh, Kevin Pillar, who is coming back to the NL West. I'm sure he's really happy about that. A lot of big outfields for him to roam out here, and that makes him happy. Uh, the Giants will probably see him tomorrow in Denver, which, you know, I'm sure a lot of the guys from last year's team will be happy about that. I'm sure Yaz and Crawford and all those other guys will be real happy to see him. Although with COVID they can't go give him a HUD. He was a Willie Mac Award winner last year. They didn't tender him, but you know what? Farhan knew what he was doing, and I'm completely okay with that. In Farhan we trust, right? Uh, the other big one is the D not the D backs, the Dodgers. Who I hate. They, I've, we all know that, right? From my tweets. Beat L A. They trade Ross Stripling. There was talks that the Dodgers might have been in on Lance Lynn, but it looks like the uh, the price for Lynn was. A King's Ransom, and I don't think he's worth it, in all honesty, right? The dudes, I think, is a little bit overrated, and there was not a lot of starting pitching on the market this year anyway, right? Besides Cueto and then Gaussman, and then there's probably, a, like, Mark Miner. He went to the A's. That was a big pickup for them, but we're not going to talk about the AL because no one gives a shit. Uh. Yep, the Dodgers trade away. Ross Stripling. I forget where he went. Where did he go? Oh, uh, Let me look it up real quick. Ross Stripling. I'll tell you one thing, though. Ross Stripling gave up a fucking oppo taco to uh, Jalen Davis earlier this year. That makes me happy. They sent Ross Stripling to the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays added, some, like, three starters this year at the deadline. That was kind of awkward. That was kind of weird for them. And then, you know, the team of the hour, the team of the last 48 hours, actually, the San Diego Padres. They trade for Clevenger. They get rid of all their catchers. They trade for Nola, the catcher from what I think Seattle. They just made all the deals. This between Cleveland and Seattle that these guys have just made all the deals, and it's kind of weird because because the thing that makes me really happy is the fact that. I don't have to watch Austin Hedges behind the plate anymore because he was dealt in the Seattle trade. And I'll tell you why, right? Austin Hedges receives the ball in the most annoying way, and I don't know why. I haven't seen any other catcher receive the ball the way he does. And he also pimped a home run, I think, last year where the dude's hitting like 189. He pimps a home run, and I was just like, dude, sh- shut up, drop the bat and run. And... I can't believe the Padres are going for it, though. You know, in all honesty, they're. I think what Clevenger said that the Padres are the most exciting team in baseball. Why? Because they have Tatis. Tell you what, we got Brandon Crawford. Better. Ah, eh, I don't know about that. Tatis is a freaking stud, right? They also got Machado. They also got a lot of money tied up. I'm surprised they didn't try to offload Will Myers. Giants probably would have tried to trade for him. There's a lot of interdivisional trades this year too, which was really weird, right? Especially in the AL West. You got. The A's dealing for La Stella yesterday, and then Mark Miner today for in the, with the Rangers and the A's. So that was kind of awkward. You don't necessarily see interdivisional trade deadline deals, and hopefully the A's can get back on the field. Now I just saw they had a positive COVID test today, and you know we wish the A's the best, even though they're the cross bay rivals, and they're uh, they're they're holding on to that battle of the Bay trophy, and we all know much that coveted trophy is worth to Giants fans. The other thing I want to talk about today is let, let's go ahead and let's, let's break down the, uh, the upcoming series we got today with the uh, Colorado Rockies. Uh, the Giants have not named a starter for today's game. I imagine it'll probably be Kevin Gosman um, against John Gray, a, left, a righty. And, you know, the Giants just faced a righty. We'll probably see a real left-handed heavy lineup, but I imagine we've got to see Flores in the lineup with Maybe DuBon probably give Solano another day off, right? That was actually kind of the other guy I was kinda of surprised wasn't traded today. It was Donovan Solano. I think the Giants probably could have got a pretty big return for him, but I know Farhan likes his guys. It's one of Farhan's guys. And um, We'll see. That first pitch for today's game is six ten local here in Colorado and five ten or five forty, sorry, six forty local, five forty Pacific Standard. The other in the next game, the Giants are going to face the lefty Kyle Freeland, and you do. Know, I gotta say the Giants are probably real excited to not see Marquez. They could do just absolutely dusted him last in their last series. I, I can't forecast who the Giants might put out for this game. Um, God, maybe Anderson, maybe Tyler Anderson, maybe a maybe a lefty on lefty. That that would be one thing, you know. Hopefully, or maybe I'll probably Logan Webb. Either Webby. Webby will go tomorrow or he'll go Wednesday, and then Gosman will probably either go Tuesday or Wednesday. It, it really depends. It all depends though on what Kepler wants to do with the lineup. He might want to sprinkle in a lefty. Uh, and on other news, right? I'm 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 looking for can the Giants go on the road and win two in a row? Right? Can they get back to 500? Here are my goals for the 2020 Giants: get to 500. Get to a comfortable position in the playoff spot. You're not going to cast the Dodgers. We already know that. Get to the playoffs, and then surprise some people. Let's let's bang some skulls around. Let's let's see what this team is really made of. Let's see what Gabe Kapler does in his first postseason as a manager, especially with the Giants. He probably should have got there last year with the Phils, but you know that was that was just a weird situation. Um I'm real excited to see. Hopefully the Giants can make the playoffs. They can make a run. If they if they get eliminated in the DS and you know what, I'm okay with that. This is a rebuilding team and anything, anytime your team makes the playoffs, you got to feel happy about that. Except 2016. We don't talk about 2016. That still hurts. And it is an even year. Can the Giants capture that even year magic that was so coveted in 10, 12, and 14? Hopefully they can. If not, then well, fuck me. The last thing I want to talk about is, you know, I'm I'm real big into sports betting nowadays, right? They just legalized it here in Colorado. I haven't looked at the lines for this game yet. I don't think they're out. Um but I'm probably taking the Giants in both games, right? We'll we'll see. And definitely probably taking the over, right? The Giants have hit the over a lot more than they've hit the under. Uh, I don't. I, I. I imagine they set the over somewhere around ten. That's a five. That's a six-five game for the for them to make it. I think that's possible, uh, especially with the Giants starting pitching. They they tend to give up some runs, which is okay. Um, I don't really know what else I want to talk about today. You know, we're sitting here about twelve minutes, and I'm I'm pretty happy with this. You know, this is the first episode of the Thoughts of Crapper podcast. Uh, I've been trying to get the formatting right for this for the first month of the season and I apologize. I know I put out a trailer like a month ago and everyone, I'm sure people were like, Oh man, what the hell is this? Well, I don't even know what the hell this is. This is just me talking about baseball, talking about the team. I love the San Francisco giants. And I, I really hope that the giants make me proud. And hopefully I don't need my words too much and we'll see what goes on. Hopefully we can get some sponsorships, Bet MGM where you at? I'll use you for sports betting. Let's go. Right. What other brands out there support podcasts? I see like Manscaped all the time. They do stuff. And I don't know. Whoever is on the Ripper Magoo podcast, come sponsor my podcast. (laughs) Um, Hopefully, you guys like it. Uh, If not, well, I don't really care. These are my opinions. And uh, I love all you guys. I love the Giants faithful. Uh, We bleed orange and black, right? We love our team no matter what. Except y'all weren't that excited about Gabe Kapler, and because of what he did with the Phillies, and well, the Phillies aren't really doing that well either this year with Joe Girardi. Well, I'll wrap it up with that. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, make sure you go in and follow me on Twitter at CrazyCrabbers. And if you think that this is some content that you like, I really don't know where this podcast is going. Hopefully, that you know we can put out some pretty consistent content, and hopefully. Uh, it does what it does for you. And if you like it, if you like listening, if you laugh, then hey, then, you know, that makes me happy. If not, then, well, I'll try to do better next time. Um, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. This was the Thoughts of Crapper podcast.